0: Nearly 6 in 10 Republicans say they will not vote for any candidate who admits Biden won fair and square.
1: So that's 60% of Republicans...
0: Well, it says 50%. I never really
2: trust these poll figures that much anymore.
1: Well, yeah, there's so many of the presidential polls and things over the last few yeah. years. That yeah. was another thing that was really so easy to manipulate well, like Especially this stuff. when Trump won, because they were like putting these polls out literally the day before that Hillary's going to win like in a landslide. You know, Trump's going to barely get any votes. And then after that, you're like, man, the polls were like really fucking wrong. And, you know, a lot of times they were oversampled on Democrats. And so that. It's like they – you could basically make a poll say anything you want by asking the questions. And that's why to what I've seen the most credible is is Scott Rasmussen. And so if I'm looking at political polls, I'm going to give more weight to his and I'm going to look at all the rest of them. But I'm going to know his track record is better than everybody else's. So if I'm trying to figure out like which is more credible, I'm going to put more weight on his because he hasn't let me down yet.
2: Yeah, it's really, really easy to manipulate data. On top of just having data, and then just pushing an agenda with the data, just yeah. you can you can word it and phrase it how whatever suits you best. It's yeah. very well, the, the very question simple to that you do. You
1: ask, you can ask a, a question in a way that will get you uh, the a specific answer.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, we get back to the whole stuff though. I really just don't like poll. Like,
0: there's a lot. I've, I I know what you mean polls
2: because it's just significantly like who are they asking how which ones are they taking because also think of the people who are making the data like making the poll they could just choose to admit if they're because also who's funding the poll that's a big thing too Who who is funding right. the poll that takes a lot of stuff so the people who are funding the poll they're gonna they're gonna align with whoever's the funding wants it so they get more funding
1: just like russia 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 hillary clinton <laughs> funded all her her campaign democratic party all funded that you got to give her credit I man that was a i mean pulling that off with that much assistance from the people in media and different people in government it's like they got some power they they got friends in high places and that's what happens when you're in government all those decades you get to you make all those connections and you make those friendships and all your buddies get staffed at the different agencies I'm like hey hey bro do me a solid will you no problem i got you hey i'll see you at the country club this weekend
2: that's literally how it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's actually how so much stuff works in our society. It's insane. It always worked that way, too.
0: And then they had to give them return the favor, correct? Yeah, it's just kind of monkeys scratching oh, yeah. each Jeez. other's backs. Yes. That's, that's what it is. Call right back. Hey, remember that favor I did for you? Well, it's not to pay back. Yeah. ord.
1: Money cuts a lot of ties.
0: Yeah. When you have money, you can definitely cut a lot of ties.
1: So well, the whole reason why the six and ten Republicans, and the why so many people that are on the right, they what they've heard and what, there's been a lot of stuff of irregularities. There's I don't know there's like thirty states that are auditing the votes and and what happened, and there's been a lot of things that have come up. I mean, it's like you got chain of custody documents like we were talking about at lunch. Is that you? If one person picks up the ballots and the seal boxes, they have to sign for it. And when they drop it off wherever they're bringing it to, that person's got to sign for it. And so they know the chain of custody, where those things went. And a lot of that stuff was either missing or destroyed, sometimes on purpose for some of the different counties. Some of the the courts said, hey, we're impounding these machines because we want to do an audit of them. And the people that had control of the machines erased them. There, there were uh, different logs of data and stuff that was done that was deleted, and deleted on purpose. And it's like, so when you see stuff like that, you go, if everything was legit and on the up and up, you're like, oh yeah, here's a copy of the data. You know, knock yourself out. If if everything was above board, it was no big deal. But when you got people in different cities doing things like that when machines aren't where they're supposed to be or and then ballots go missing and they're unable to account for it. And then like we were talking about like Maricopa County, there were there was a, a paper that was specified for the ballots and I think it had a security strip in it. And then when they did the audit, there was like six or eight different types of paper used or in the ballots, the actual ballots from the election. And so... If you got ballots printed on six, eight different types of paper that's not the legal papers required, what does that tell you about the validity of those particular ballots? It it brings it into question if those ballots were legit or not. And uh, so there's a lot of things that came up in different areas. So it's what people really need because even like we talked about um, on the one of the other um, news pieces that we talked about, was how um, people on the left, when Trump won, were like, "Oh, he, he, he must have cheated. The Russians helped him," and so they didn't believe. A lot of people on the left didn't believe the 2016 election was legit, and so you now you know because Trump lost, you got people on the right didn't believe it was legit, and you mm-hmm. look at all these like little irregularities and shenanigans with the voting machines and the data and the chain of custody stuff and stuff with the ballots. I was like. What's up with that? Why, why isn't the media excited? Everybody like, well, let's dig into this and figure out what the hell is going on. What does all this stuff mean? But instead, there's, oh, it's conspiracy. Ah, and everybody just, if nobody believes in the legitimacy or, or the fewer and fewer people believe in the legitimacy of elections, that's a problem. Then nobody's going to accept the election results. But if people have 100% confidence or a high degree of confidence in the votes, and that their vote was counted and that it mattered, then everybody's like, oh, well, my guy lost. Screw it. You know, better luck next time. But if everybody's questioning the legitimacy of it, then even Joe Biden was saying that oh, the midterms are, if we don't get this law passed, then that means the midterms in 2022 are not going to be legit. And so now he's already telling his voters that no matter what the outcome is, if we don't get the outcome we want next year, that's because it was not legit. And that's not healthy for a constitutional democratic republic. People have to have faith in their elections that they're legit. Because if people don't believe voting matters, then you get disintegration of the society. Nobody's going to accept the outcome of of the elections, any elections. So it's really important that we get this right and that we don't concentrate power in Washington, D.C., because then you've got Mm -hmm. an even smaller group of people controlling the elections. And depending on who... You know, it's like uh, Stalin joked that it doesn't matter who who votes. <laughs> the only thing that matters is who counts the votes.
0: Yeah, number at the end to you
1: concentrate power. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's in a teachers' union or in a defense industry or an intelligence. When you concentrate power in anything or government. State, local, federal government, you concentrate yeah. power. A corporation, you concentrate power in a corporation, you get a monopoly, it gets abused. Yeah. And then the people suffer.
2: I like to think about the, with the concentration of power. Say those people who achieve those positions, when they die, there's a big power vacuum for that. That whole concentration of power. So everyone's just fighting for that concentration of power. So you get some nasty individuals in those positions as well too. That's kind of the problem with it. Like if it's a concentrated, this small sect, everyone's just going to go there.
1: I it's was I dirty. saw a, a tweet on uh, it was by Jesse Kelly today. He was talking about Pol Pot, who um, the Khmer, Khmer Rouge oh, yeah. communists they you know they're responsible for killing millions of their own citizens. So when he they, the communists took power, the people on his central c- committee there was like twenty of them, the top guys in the you know communist party with Pol Pot. Within a year, eighteen of them were dead. And so that's what happens. You get the most ruthless, murderous person rises to the top because they, they basically take out all of their enemies and then they keep everybody below them. They're either family or they're well-connected or they're just in constant terror for their lives. And then they're able to just totally dominate everything because anybody gets in the way, when they you have concentrated power like that, they just, that's, I think it was like two or three million people died in Cambodia as a result of the Khmer Rouge taking power.
0: Love that. Anybody mm-hmm. that
1: had uh, soft hands, it meant that they were bourgeoisie or they worked in an office and people that had like calluses on their hands, it meant they were the workers and they worked in the fields. They were fine. But the people that had two soft hands, they got shot too in the killing fields. And so what happened was That's they killed so many of the educated people in their society that they they didn't have engineers and people to fix their power grid and their power plants and stuff like that because they'd all been murdered by the Khmer Rouge. It's just like oh, it was like a frenzy. You ever heard about the killing fields?
0: Mm-mm, not. Yeah, it's so just literally
1: skeletons, fields and fields. There were millions of bodies. They would just bring you out there and shoot you, and just
0: leave you, you rot. There. Just leave oh, you there yeah. to
1: rot, and the birds and the animals to pick your carcass apart.
0: Yeah, no remorse. They didn't care. They just left their body there.
1: Yeah. No. This happens all
0: throughout history
2: all the time, and burial. when you try and stay ignorant of it and believe, oh, this doesn't
1: happen. It happens. It's a civilized society. That's yeah, what they said in Venezuela.
0: No, yeah. The first bullet point, as Corey was saying earlier, people thought that 2016 was rigged. Now they're saying that 2020 is rigged. But this article and started saying off,
1: 2022 is going to be rigged if we don't pass yeah. this law.
0: Byron, did you hear that TikTok? What'd you want to tell Joe Byron? What's Joe up, Byron. baby? Yeah, they call him Byron, and all. It was like a whole TikTok, Byron. <laughs> It was so hilarious. So
1: B- Brandon has been replaced by Brian or Brandon or was it
0: Biden? So Byron Byron. Yes. Yeah. It was let's a whole go
1: Brandon is now let's go Byron
0: Byron Byron and then take me out of dinner. But anyways,
2: oh my God, I had a hilarious, sorry to interrupt. I was at a game one time and this lady behind me, Washington, uh, she's from Washington Um so, so some people in the audience started cheering, like, let's go, Brandon, and she just got l- pissed and livid. Just like, oh, that's so disrespectful, all this crap, all this stuff. But she's the same lady four years ago yelling, fuck, Trump, in the upset. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's just mm-hmm. the hypocrisy. That's just what gets me the fucking hypocrisy of our world. Like, just, oh, my God. This is, the, like, the main thing I don't like about people is just... They're all hypocrites.
1: It's like what Dostoevsky said. A man who lies to himself and believes his own lies becomes unable to recognize truth either in himself or in anyone else. And people they that are lying to, to themselves, when you they come up against the truth, they don't like it and they get angry and they get triggered because they got a wound and with it. Because their whole identity is they've built this identity and this model of the world that's basically bullshit. Yeah. And deep down, they know it's bullshit. And so when you get called out or it's in their face, that's why they behave that way. Exactly.
2: I think that's why more people's egos, need, it's just their egos. Their egos are holding on and to behind their reality. Anger is always
1: fear. So yeah. she's afraid. Deep down, she's afraid that everything she believes in is bullshit. And because she lies to herself, she can't recognize truth. And it's hard, like like the, the that Twitter quote I was talking about in another podcast we did, when, you, when the people can't, Tell what is real, you can't resist. When you don't yeah. know what's real, you can't resist. It's like Plato's cave. Because you don't cave. know what to resist. Yeah.
2: You don't know what the truth is. Have you seen like the Plato's cave thing? Yeah. Or it's like the prisoner. The that's exactly the cave. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm. Or they're just shown these shadows and they're only shown the shadows so they believe the shadows are real. The allegory of the cave. Pla...
1: Or Plato's allegory of the cave. And that's exactly
2: it? what's happening. Yeah. It's, is it Plato? Ex... Plato, yeah. It's exactly what's happening nowadays where we're just shown shadows and illusions all the time. And so many people believe it. So no one can discern between the shadows. That's not taught. We're not, it makes sense though. I mean, since we've been raised, we're not raised to be educated and question things. We're just, we're raised. Think of like our school systems we are raised to be just good disciplined, Listen to authority. Don't question it. Be
1: compliant. Be nice. That's how we're raised to be in our society. So anyway, we were starting to tell this story about a, a, girl who applied to be a journalist. She had great credentials, did a great interview, and um, so we were, we thought uh, we were all going to work together, and she showed up very prepared, had all these ideas for stories and things she wanted to do, said she had, you know, been through my work and everything, and, uh, and then she never sent her paperwork and stuff in, and we did a little film the other day, and then... <laughs> And then Jennifer got a reply from her, which is kind of funny. And I'm going to read it. And so it just goes, you know, to show because she obviously leans left and she didn't, I don't think she researched our content or any of this kind of stuff that we talk about. But she claimed she knew all about it and was, you know, she came with ideas and everything. So, and then so she texts and says, actually, I would like to resign my position. It's a great opportunity. But unfortunately, I do not agree with some of the opinionated commentary Corey has to say on his podcast. We have different visions, and I respect him for that. I do wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. So we we got one person in the interview. Jennifer got a a person, you know, that same version in the interview. And then when actually we got together, she gave us a version that was fake basically it wasn't real and then afterwards she went and actually finally did her due diligence and stuff and was like, didn't jive with it but she's supposed to be a journalist because journalists are just hey we'll report the facts and the facts go where they go but because she doesn't like my opinions on things she can't handle that and that's indicative of a lot of the people that lean left is they can't have any people they don't want to be around people with dissenting views and a good friend of mine, who we all know, I can't, I can't mention his name on camera. We call him Bob. If you listen to the Corey Wayne and Bob pod, podcast, it's it's that guy. He's got a lot of liberal, left leaning friends, and as soon as he talks, you know, mentions the word Trump or something like that comes up, oh, I can't. And then they people like literally got to leave the party. They get so upset that they can't hear anybody else's opinion or anybody else's point of view other than what they believe because they're model of the world is so fragile that they just can't even tolerate having it questioned or getting an alternative point of view. And so it's always interesting. We heard this girl say one thing, but her actions reflect. And then the final text was like, ah, something completely Different. different than what she told us.
0: Well, as a person, I think you have to respect what others say and do like, you can't change their opinion. Everyone's going to have their own opinion, right?
2: And that's the it, beauty
0: of it. Exactly. It's beautiful. And you just have to respect it, whether you agree with it or not. Sadly, sometimes you're not going to agree with it. But what are you going to do? You can sit there. You can argue or if not you just listen and just hear their their side. And obviously, you're going to have your own side. And then you, like, you can compare. It's like, okay, I heard what he's saying. I still don't agree, but whatever. But you don't have to. To make it a big deal. It's a never going to get this better if you, never, if you shut
2: it down. You, you yeah. realize if you actually just have the conversation, wow, we actually have way more similarities and differences. Yeah. This is just a trivial idea thing we disagree on. But uh, we kind of separate it. I stuff. can't.
1: I can't deal with this.
2: And that's the funny part. When you actually sit down and really talk with somebody who has a different opinion, just after five or ten minutes, you realize, wow, we actually have very similar opinions. We're just kind of afraid. We just have different ideas.
1: Correct. We, or we kind of phrase it differently. We have the same concerns.
2: Failure and stuff. to communicate.
1: Most, pe- as Stephen Covey used to say, most people would listen with the intent to reply, not to understand.
2: Yeah, I even. Yeah, I, everyone does that. I've done it myself, and it's a it's a hard thing to kind of TikTok
1: videos and the, all the hate comments and all the insults, personal insults about my appearance and every everything else they could try to come up with to try to insult me or belittle me or. Make me feel bad so I, I change my behavior, my beliefs for the way I show up. Instead, I mock them because it's funny.
0: Were you going to say something else? No. Mock your anyway.
1: enemies mercilessly.
0: Well, for this girl that was applying for this job, I wish her the best. It wasn't a good fit. However, as a journalist, you got to just do your part. Can't really give in your opinion because it's going to bite you in the butt one day. So the only thing you got to do is just state the facts and you're stating the facts to a person that's going to have his or her opinion.
1: and That's why we call the segments News and, and opinion. opinion. You're the news. I'm Correct. the opinion. So as Chunky's a, the opinion.
0: Yeah. So as a journalist, I'm here stating the facts. I do my research. I have no problem. And I listen to the opinions that Chunky and Corey says. Sometimes I'll agree. Sometimes I that's don't. Some but serious like silently. bullshit
1: coming out of their mouths.
0: <laughs> I won't say that. But like in my mind, it will be something else. But also for what I want to do in life, I, I can't br- bring in my opinion. So is just listen and just show it
1: what big reason why we hired you no and then then even in the interview you brought that up you're like i don't want to give my opinions i just want to do the facts and i was like that's what i want you for do the research just like the rfk thing that we did after listening to you go through everything i was like wow i have a different perception of that now after hearing the facts exactly what was in the media remember all media is narrative they're trying to Tell you what to think But
2: the discussion Facilitating discussion Which is huge Because you actually Get a better understanding Not just the surface level Basic idea It's like that thinking You're just thinking With your like uh, Immediate kind of like Reptilian brain almost Not really with your Critical thinking kind of brain But once you really delve through stuff You understand it better And your opinions change And I think that's What we need more in this world People just Just communicate better Instead of shutting everybody down Actually talk to them you just like Caroline's of opinion of the green They're range, judging every some, some I green cover.
1: juice just changed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got flicked off by her <laughs> pinky.
0: pisses oh, are off when
1: I'm right, which pretty much is all the time. Hey. Oh, I love that little eye roll right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know. The green juice does magic. It does awake you, give you energy. Sometimes you don't want to admit you need it, but like you, you're going to remind us. And, hey, we we'll just have to take it, if anything. But, yeah, going back.
1: Because uh, we were talking about um dostoevsky's quote about lying to oneself and people's model of the world. And um, when people's model of the world is, you know, when they come up against truth that's different than what they believed it's very unsettling to them Mm -hmm. and uh, they have a problem with it and that's why they get angry and they want to shut down the other side because if their way of looking at the world is wrong then everything they think is wrong everything they built their life on is wrong that's scary as fuck. And they're facing their whole
2: ego. It's just a, kind of like an ego thing. It's honestly, that's what it really boils down to. It
1: was like you and your really need more ego situation with your, carpet bomb your ex. Egos.
0: But I think also, like, do you remember you when she You had a perception of what was lunch? going
1: on. In, in and I helped I to here. illuminate you're what the reality no, was. Near. And then once you saw the reality for what it was, you suffered no, for a, a bit. You were but in the year. long world. run, you felt yeah, a that's lot better. Now you're free
0: She said... Corey, I don't know if you remember this, but she said something in, in lunch. Caroline, you might remember. Oh no, no, I think it was here, no, Never mind. She was here and she said it. I think you were talking about weapons. And she said no of that growing up, it wasn't her thing that dad didn't allow her, or something okay. like that. Yeah, she was talking to you about that. She wasn't talking to me. And I was just hearing because I was like, I just
1: remember hearing her saying something about how they didn't have them or I guess I don't I don't think it was listening that much.
0: Oh, like, Cause I thought I heard her say that her dad didn't want her to do stuff like that. Like she, whatever her father told her to do, that she didn't wouldn't uh, do.
1: Well, maybe her dad's like a lefty too and said guns
0: are bad. So that, like, yeah. So like, growing up, she so would. So she hear knows I like, trained kind of with
1: a, one of the top trainers in all Southeastern United States, former Special <laughs> Forces guy, and well, it's like, oh, I'm exactly the type of person that she was told to stay away from.
0: Oh lord, oh. I mean, everyone's human. Everyone's they're, different. They're not. They're, they're dangerous.
1: You're an idiot and you don't know what you're doing.
0: It's a job. If you need a job, you need the money and experience because you want to be you're on air. She's supposed to be a
1: journalist, an unbiased journalist. And so all it tells me is that she can't be unbiased.
0: So it also tells what happens in the future. Will she be able to handle now? Well, so she she'll go work did. at a
1: lefty station and you know fit right in the rest of the plastic people. But that's all... Uh, it's a dinosaur. It's a dying industry. Their audience is... This kind of format is what because people want truth they want to listen to people that have credibility that's why joe rogan is doing so well because he's just a curious guy trying to get to the bottom of things you know like having uh dr mccullough and dr malone on and just like i mean the guy that invented the the mrna technology it's like he'd be a good guy to interview about this stuff because he he designed it
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i don't think there's anybody would be a a greater authority than that or more credibility. So – because we're all just trying to find what the hell is really going on. What is the truth of all this stuff? Because we know the people in government have completely – they'll say one thing one day and the next week they say the exact opposite. So it's like – and as a citizen, you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. What – this guy just said the opposite last week. It's – and you're just trying to figure out what, what's real. And if We can't resist if we don't know what's real. All media is narrative. Just remember that.
0: Yeah, so let's see what happens in the next couple of years, but it won't be doing well probably with all the things that go on. We're going back into the Biden and Trump and Republicans and Democrats. Now, my question is, do you think the republic the Republicans that don't want to vote for any candidate that admits Biden won't won well, fair and square uh, is selfish or
1: well that's what we were talking about it's if people cannot get the truth from the news it's like what the hell are they supposed to do and so that doesn't whatever news you consume you're getting a diff- depending on the side you're getting a different version so it's like what's real what's the truth i just want the damn truth so i can make a fucking decision and so because of the news they're consuming and the, like I said, the, the shenanigans that we went through that I mentioned, the chain of custody stuff, the ballots being on different mm. paper that wasn't legal, I was like, what does that mean? And it's like that's the kind of and then we're like, we just what is the truth? What does all this stuff mean? And instead everybody in the media is trying to tell us that everything's fine. And it's like, but what about this stuff? Why don't you do some fucking investigation and get to the bottom of it and find out? What it is, you know, to the media, and they just instead they're trying to convince everybody of what happened, and, and so th- this is the result this is the result of too much fake, inaccurate, and misleading news is that the Republicans are just trying to figure out what happened. and so six out of ten they're like they don't just like if you look at the the Democrat numbers, they were really high. a lot of Democrats didn't believe 2016 was legit, and so you got a lot of Republicans that didn't think 2020 was legit. And it looks like the Democrats are going to get crushed in the midterms. And so the Democrats are already saying, well, since this voting thing isn't passed, then uh, the the federal government can't take over all the elections. Well, it means that the the outcome of the 2022 midterms is in doubt before it's even happened yet. So if they, in other words, if they don't get the result they want, then, well, it was rigged. But if they win, then I'm like, hey, everything's legit because we've been running things, you know? So it's like they're, they're creating a, uh, a straw man, if you will, if they lose and go, oh, it wasn't our candidates that sucked or our policies that sucked. It, was, it wasn't legit. And we told you a year ago it wasn't going to be legit. And he didn't listen. She passed this legislation now. Well, say the other that. thing is, you got to consider in the, the Republican Party. There's a lot of r- what they call "rhinos." It stands for Republican in name only, and so these are people that run. They say they're Republican, they say they're conservative, and then they basically vote for the Uniparty, which is Democrats and Republicans. The majority of the the blob, the governmental blob, yeah. votes for pretty much the same thing down the aisle. There's well, there's not much deviation. Yeah, well, so the, they get elected, promising all these things, and then they get in, and they just kind of. You know, they vote like they're a Democrat, and that's what pisses people off They're Republicans. Like, I voted for this guy, and then as soon as he gets in office, he goes against it.
2: Well, the way I like to think about that, Or, like, is... people complain
1: about Biden now. He made all these promises, like student loan debt forgiveness, and what did he do? Nothing. I
0: think they said something about mm, health care workers. I'm not sure. I, I read something, but I have to, like, double-check it if it's accurate. If you're a health care worker, they'll forgive your student loans. That was, like, said on Instagram. A couple days ago. Who knows? I well, heard my that. point
2: is um, so the best one party system is a two party system with the illusion of choice.
1: It's the Constitutional it's Democratic Republic, just, which we have, is, is the best bad idea for government that humans have ever had. They all suck, but it's the best of all the bad ideas
0: that are out there. Let me see if I show you. because yeah, government attracts
1: people that want to run and regulate every aspect of people's lives, and they'll say and do anything to get elected, and that's what you know happens on all sides of the aisle. A lot of people now are pissed off like about right Biden's not doing what really, promises.
2: Like if you look on like an actual like political like sphere compass, the right and left are actually really close together, and in America, the right and left are actually really really close together. Well, America's always been a center right country, exactly. Like our left is actually – on a political spectrum is actually center-right. It's on – it's actually in the right. So it's really just kind of a one-party thing with just slight deviations and just slight things. That's why I think it's just like there's no really solution. It's like people are like, oh, this has got to change. This has got to be fixed. I mean the system's kind of working how it's supposed to be working, you know? Like legislation, if you just form it this way – if you're making the legalis- legalization. You're gonna make yourself have the power. Legislation.
1: Yeah. Legislation. You're gonna. Well, you- the the legislation is written by the lawyers and the lobbyists of the biggest campaign donors. So even the politicians, it's like it's brought in. It's it's written for them. Their assistants put it all together, and pfft, that's why this stuff ends up on everybody's desk mere hours before thousands thousands of pages end up on their desk hours before they're supposed to vote on it, and like none of them even read this shit. Yeah. They literally don't even read what they saw. Even
2: if they do read it, most of them probably don't understand the implications. of Well, it. well a lot
1: of them are. That's what's interesting. Well, con- most of them are lawyers, anyways. But like I said, they, they got a few hours to review a ten thousand page bill. as like, I think it was the Healthcare Act. They didn't read the fucking thing. It was a small group of people put the, put together and just stuck on the desk. Oh wait, everything's in there. We promise.
2: They don't. They don't really care because as long as they're getting paid, that's the thing too. Politicians make so much money through
1: shady ways. Yeah, trading stocks. Yeah, it's literally just insider they trading. They write legislation. They know that's about legislation. Insane. They know it's going to pass before it actually happens. So then they just buy stock and those companies are going to be affected by yeah. these things. Literally. That's why that's, they go in and they, don't, they make 182000 a year, whatever it is. And they're in there for a few years and they're worth tens of millions of dollars. Like Bernie Sanders, he's gotten wealthy. Pelosi's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, like yeah. all of them. All of them go in broke and they become wealthy on stocks. That are affected by the legislation. And it's on both it. sides. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's the whole system. All are doing. It. That's why they're also re- – like Dan Crenshaw. everybody called him out and he's like – because he's crushing it in the market. He's like, hey, it's the only way I can make money. So, I mean, he's got an unfair advantage. It's insider trading basically. If legislation is going to force a certain thing to happen or like a, a product to be bought, or you a buy that stock when the idea is to buy low, sell high. and If you know something going to drive the stock higher because of legislation, you just, you just buy the stock.
2: Yeah, or if you know a business is not going to be able to be operational,
1: yeah, you bet against you that stock. You can bet against
2: it. Yep, it's totally legal. Hmm. And you know exactly the dates those things get enacted in before. Hmm. But this is it's always going to be a gangster. This is the beauty of the time we live in, though, where we can actually have this information and know about it. Because before, this has always been happening. It's just your common Yeah, man the media never. Ever ever no talked idea. about this stuff. We well, say, yeah. Why not? Well, you think about it. Who does the media you get their money from? They're in the, there's another cog in the machine. They're
1: advertisers. You they got us buy the balls. Anyways, back to our story.
0: No, I'm just listening. Estefania. Estelauder. Estelauder. Alrighty. So, there's this bar graph in the news yahoo.com article website. And, it states, Republicans who value Donald Trump's endorsement tend to be evangelicals or Fox News watchers. So it's basically in deciding how to vote in upcoming elections. Whose endorsement is more important to you? Question mark.
1: Most important to you.
0: Most important to you. So for Donald Trump, it has the purple and then... 56%
1: like a- Republicans.
0: Correct. And then the other Republican leaders is uh, kind of turquoise? Tor- no, like a green? Dark green? I don't know. Teal.
1: That's teal. like a teal, yeah.
0: So you see the difference between purple and teal. And then the numbers. So you can see that the purple numbers for all is high. So you it's have...
2: still between like 50 and 60
0: yeah. Percent. So you have... Republicans who describe themselves as a born again or... Evangelical Christian got 64 and then you have 18 Republicans who do not describe themselves as a born again or evangelical Christian 50 against 28 then Republicans who watch Fox News as a primary cable news source 61 bit high and then it's against 24 and the last but not least Republicans who don't who do not watch Fox News as a primary cable news source 53 against 24. So I think it's the same for both who watch or who doesn't watch Fox News as their primary cable news source for the other Republican leaders. But it's high for Donald Trump's purple graph. Shows a difference. So if you're deciding who to vote for or how to vote for in elections in the future... Just make sure whose endorsement is most important to you, maybe? Would you follow Endorsements
1: don't mean jack shit to me. Because uh-huh. at the end of the day, what's an endorsement? Hey, if you do this for me, I'll give you my endorsement. It's like, whatever. I, I care about who's the character of the person. Okay. Because just, Trump just endorsed somebody yesterday. It was a, a woman who was an anti-Trumper who didn't like him who he just endorsed, and there's another guy who's been a loyal... I think it was uh, Robbie something? It's the guy's name, family-oriented dude. He was America first type of guy, big Trump fan, supporter, publicly supports Trump. And then Trump goes and votes for this woman who basically hates him. And that's one of the things that I'm not a fan of his is that he has some people around him that just suck ass and they're kind of like swamp people and they they cause him to do stupid shit like that and endorsing people and just rubber stamping them and giving his endorsement when there's people better just because of the you know the connections that he has and the people that he's working with so i'm not a fan of that you know he hired he did a he hired, did a bunch of stupid hires. He hired a bunch of those swamp people thinking if they were working for him, they would work in the best interest of the con- country. And all he did was try to slow roll his legislation and stab him in the back every chance they
0: got. Uh, this is straight from the article, if you want to read to yourself to get an idea. But it states that Trump has made it clear that supporting his election fabrications is key to his own personal endorsement Indeed, the former president is backing primary candidates against state officials who bucked his attempts to overturn the election. And then the poll data also helps explain why Republican presidential hopefuls such as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis now wants to spend millions of dollars on special, quote, election crimes, end quote. Police units tasked with finding fraud where they previously insisted there was none.
1: Well, we know there was fraud, but the reality is there's fraud in every election. The question is how much fraud is there? Like there, I do remember seeing video of these poll workers. I, don't, I think it might have been Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. There's a video. You can see it. This woman, you can just watch her. She's feeding the same batch of ballots through the, the vote counter multiple times. And so what it does in the system... It takes like a photocopy of the ballot and then puts a number on the ballot and the batch number, and so the people that did the audit had, because it, it was all timestamp, they had the same ballot with this you know they looked at the signatures, signatures and everything the way the ballot was filled out and they could, so, they forensically matched it. You could see it's the same ballot run through three, four, five times and it was like a big stack of votes for Biden that was run through. Um, several times you would see it on video you can watch this woman doing that so it's like there is fraud and i'm all for them putting people in law enforcement to go and audit and anybody that did commit it, prosecute them because that's the kind of thing that all will again give us all faith more faith in our elections but when they just say oh it's a conspiracy theory there's nothing wrong with it they they ban and block people and they label them instead of and try to delegitimize them instead of just saying, hey, if you got nothing to hide, just audit it. That, that'll give all of us peace of mind that our elections are secure. That's what we want. We just want to know it's legit. If our guy lost, he lost. But if we don't trust the process because there's shady shit going on and you keep trying to change the subject or you just say there's nothing there or you label somebody or you block them or you ban them from even speaking about it, then that anybody looking at that would go, they must have something to hide. Because if they were being truthful, if everything was legit, They'd say, here's all the stuff. Look at it yourself. Count them yourself if you want. There should be no reason not to.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with having a force that monitors the elections? Like, that kind of brings that peace of mind back to it. Exactly. Kind of just what you gotta she have said. you got faith in your
1: elections.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And our government is not doing things to give us faith.